guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. Wednesdays mean one thing, and that is Bill Barnes. He's back on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. He makes his weekly appearance every single Wednesday. The retired police officer gives his strong opinions and random thoughts. I can promise you there will be some colorful language, so uh, listener discretion advised if anyone is listening with children or, or anything like that. Bill Barnes, we'll get right to him in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about something that's happening later today. I put this podcast out generally in the mornings, Monday through Friday, right around 7 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, I will be making a guest appearance on the Lady Pipers podcast, hosted by my girlfriend, Valerie Burns. She is uh, doing that on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. She releases that. You can get that podcast through the Anchor app or through Spotify and Apple, just like our podcast is done here on the Get Home Safe podcast. So if you haven't had your fill of Matt Hersma and you want to hear him actually talk to a young lady, my girlfriend Valerie Burns, then uh, you know be sure to check it out today. Four o'clock, you can listen to it anytime after then. But uh, yeah, we kind of talk a little bit about some, what I do, what she does, and you know, she correlates uh, some music and performance and, and uh, kind of my perspective on things from the uh, the sports crazed boyfriend. But if you want to give that a listen, that is out today, four o'clock, the Lady Pipers podcast. I would greatly appreciate it if you checked it out. Uh, and if not, that's totally fine. In the evening, we have some UFC tonight. So don't let uh, one get in way of the other. The uh, UFC and Dana White are putting on another fight card for us in the middle of the week. They'll have another fight card for us Saturday night as well. But uh, just like it was last Saturday, it's in Jacksonville again. I'm really excited about it, trying to get everything done and out of the way so that I could sit down and enjoy some sports, some combat, some fighting, and then uh, maybe before or afterwards or in between even, I'll, I'll listen to a little bit of the Lady Pipers podcast as well. As always, you can follow our podcast, the Get Home Safe podcast, in many different ways. We have a Twitter handle, which is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Instagram and Facebook page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. We have a lot of guests lined up uh, for the remainder of the week. We're already uh, filling into next week. We're looking for some more guests as well. So we're reaching out, trying to get some recordings done of some guests and just trying to keep the ball rolling here, trying to keep this as a Monday to Friday show. You know, instead of just listening to me ramble all the time, it's, it's fun to, to talk to various guests. So I have a few in mind and just got to get in touch with them, get these recordings done so that we can then line them up for the following week. So that is the plan for us. Uh, regarding the rest of this week, tomorrow is Luther Wilson, a high school football and baseball official. He also works with me at Fox on Sundays and Saturdays, for that matter, in the fall. And he also uh, has a unique perspective. He's on the sidelines during USC football games at the Coliseum. So he'll tell us all about that. That should be a lot of fun. On Friday, we are joined by Steve Amon. He lives up in Oregon. He is a mechanical engineer, a real hondo prep graduate. He was a Gator in Care Youth League, much like AJ was, who talked to us yesterday. 
he'll just fill us in on what it's like coaching his kids. He's a big Oregon Ducks fan. He's a big Laker fan. Having been here in Southern California in the past, he played some baseball after high school. So he's got a lot to talk about, and that's going to be another fun conversation. That will get us around third and home safe for the weekend. So that is what we have in store. Upcoming now, we have Bill Barnes. He's back at it again. And you know what? We tried to have a conversation with him later in the evening uh, yesterday. He was at a speakeasy. He was at a secret watering hole that is open and and with a few friends and people that we know. But uh, the recording didn't quite come out uh, very clear and smooth. So we'll give it a try another time. But, uh, you know, I can promise you we will get back to that speakeasy from uh, our uh, we'll see what to call him, our, our on-site uh, reporter, Bill Barnes. But for right now, let's get to his interview, his weekly interview, uh, with the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Here is Bill Barnes. All right, we welcome back Bill Barnes, on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in, his weekly appearance every Wednesday. The retired police officer gives us his random thoughts and strong opinions. Good morning, Bill. <clears throat> Greetings and many, many salutations to you, my friend. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. The sun's shining. It's May. Uh, I can't complain. And if I did, who'd listen? It's just another day in the quarantine house, you know. <laughs> Indeed. Bill, have you been listening to the program lately? Yeah, you know, I have a little bit. Uh, you've had some interesting guests. You know, a lot of your your your, your pals from the um, ever-famous um, – uh, class of, of 22 senior year, um, uh, Charter Oak Christian or wherever the fuck you went to. What was the name of it? <laughs> Real Hondo Prep. Real Hondo Prep. How can I forget? I mean, they're on the map, you know? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Oh, boy. Must well. Be, must, be, must be my my amnesia from staying in the house so much, you know? <laughs> Cooped up in, in four walls and a ceiling for the last two freaking months can you believe it's been two months um well they say time flies when you're having a good time time also flies when you're having a real horseshit time so <laughs> i guess i guess yeah i mean it is what it is yeah absolutely it's 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 mighty odd and it's it you know sinking the other day and i was like man in two months i've never been at home this much during any any time of my life when I was uh, fresh out of high school, uh, you know, <laughs> out of college where I didn't have a job or anything. And it was just like, wow, this is totally different. And yeah, the time has flown by and it's not always been the, the most fun, I guess. No, it has. <laughs> well, we had a few things to talk about. Um, let's start right away with some of the news. There is some momentum building with Major League Baseball, I have a feeling it will <laughs> that momentum will be stopped here shortly. But some of the reports are out that the owners have approved a an 82 game schedule, roughly, with teams playing in their own stadiums, uh, with the exception of Toronto, who would play in their spring training facility, and the other teams that are in states where they they are not the governors don't want them to go. They would play in their spring training facilities. That's been approved, some of the scheduling, but it's got to go through the players' uh, union now, and we both know that uh, is probably going to hit some walls. Yeah, that's like Quasimodo getting laid in a whorehouse. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> Even he's so ugly that they'll oh. shut him down, okay? Oh. Ain't going to happen. 
not unless there's a whole lot of prettying up and um, on this, on this deal, um, you know, you, you, you've got um, Mr. Tony Clark, who is the uh, representative of the players union. He's already said it's a no go because there want, there's collective, bar- uh, I'm not sorry, collective, bar- but um, revenue sharing, uh, revenue sharing involved. And that's what, that's what the 94 strike was about 26 years ago. And they fought it and they beat it and they've been beating it ever since. So it's the owner's sneaky way of getting at, getting that in there, just like the freaking automated strike zone. Once that comes in, that's a done deal. It'll get grandfathered in. So the, the owners, you know, they don't make all this money. They're not millionaires and billionaires for selling pencils. Okay. These guys are smart. They know how to, you know, manipulate the system and get ahead. Now you've got some, some really sharp, uh, agents like Mr. Boris, who's already said it's a no go with his clients. He's got big, big clients. He's even, you know, foregoing whatever um, he gets as far as getting, you know, whatever um, percentages he makes off his players. He won't get that either if there's no season. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is do we really want a season? Do we really want to see an 82 game schedule that's not the way baseball should be played? No fans in the stands. Uh, you know, if a guy has a 99.9 fever, they're going to send him home and you're going to get some minor leaguer taking his place that day. What happens if, what happens if, if one of the star players is test positive for COVID? Are they going to shut the whole team down? What are they going to do? Are they going to play through it? Those are questions that have yet to be answered. Okay. They've got all these safeguards in place by having them eat in shifts in the clubhouse, shower in shifts in the clubhouse. I mean, what, I mean, it's like being, although they're very well paid, it's almost like being in the freaking military. Okay. Shift a time to shit, shower and shave shift B you're at the chow Mm -hmm. hall, you know, batting practice, only four guys, nobody's shagging balls. Nobody's grouping up. What kind of shit is that? Well, I think it's a unique situation because, okay, you got players at the big league level who are making a lot of money. I mean, as much as North of 30 million a year, uh, you know, for those guys to lose that much money or, or even guys make it 5 million and any amount lost, it's a bigger picture, I guess, for what everyone else is going through. Yeah, well, exactly. What about, <laughs> what about Joe shit, the rag man who owns a restaurant yeah. and he's out his whole livelihood, his whole business, yep. you know, he he's, I guarantee you not one of those ball players. If they haven't saved money for a rainy day, then they've got bad, bad people running them or they're yeah. idiots themselves. Okay. I can't feel one bit sorry for those no. guys no, no. if they don't have money put away. Sure. Right. Now, do I, I don't feel sorry for them. If they don't play this year, hey, tough shit. They're going to be feel, fine. I, right. I feel sorry for the guy that owns a, uh, you know, a, a, an Italian restaurant that's been around for years, and all of a sudden he's had to let go all of his employees, and he's lost his business because, because our, our democratic – uh, I'm not even going to call them politicians. Our democratic dictators have placed it in, in place things where you can't open up, or you're going to be mm-hmm. fined, or you're going to get your, your liquor license removed, or whatever the case may be. We have two choices here. We have two choices at this point in time. We either open everything up and live normal, open everything up and live normal, and take our chances with, with getting this thing. Okay, yes. Does it kill people? Yes, it does. The regular flu, a, a bad strain of the flu, which is what this is, also kills people. All right. It kills the people that are in rest homes. 
unfortunately, which is what's being, who's being, who's dying now. It kills people in prisons who, to be honest with you, Matt, I don't give a flying fuck about them. All right. Okay. They're there for a reason. Okay. Prison is not a country club. If they get sick, we'll do what we can for them. But, you know, when you've got the likes of Kamala Harris and all these other fuckwads thinking that they can go in and, and, and tell the wardens how to run their prisons, you know what? Yeah. She can just fuck right off as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah. Go worry about something else. That's not your, that's not your business. Yes. You're to represent the people of California, but you know what? They're there for a reason. Okay. They're there for a reason. You know, Grant, do, do I feel that they should be cared for if they can? Yes. All right. It's, you know what? You know what? No one gives you a money back guarantee when you're born. The minute you're born is the day you start dying. The minute you're born is the day you start dying. Some of us live long. Some of us don't. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the roll of the dice your parents take when they have sexual congress. They're bringing you into the world. Okay. They're giving you life. But after that, it's kind of up to you, especially when you become an adult, to make good choices, good decisions, and stay the hell away from people that might be infected. All right. Am I going to a prison to, to talk to people? No. Am I going to a homeless camp to talk to people? No. Am I staying the hell away from high populated areas where I think people might be infected? You're goddamn right I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm using my head. You know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I am smart enough to know that you don't taste poison. All right. No. Well, don't that's, taste that's, poison. that's that's very well said. We're t- I've seen more common sense go out the window these past two months than, than any other time. I, I've like, uh, uh, Hey guys, wash your hands. Okay. That's common sense. Hey guys. Uh, you know, d- don't be around a big crowd of people when it's, uh, flu season or whatever it is. Okay. That that's com- These are common sense things and people are trying to mandate what common sense is like that. No, no, no. We, we, well, this is, this is the way, the way you need to do things. Exactly. But we as Americans, have laid back on our fat asses, especially the lazy white man. I'm a white man. I don't consider myself lazy, but I see a lot of, I'm around a lot of late, lazy white men. Okay. They sit back on their couch, big fat slobs with their TV ch- clickers and they're sitting pretty and they got money and they don't give a flying fuck about anything. They bitch and, they bitch and complain about our politicians, but they sit on their ass at elections. They don't care. You know why they don't care? Because they're fat and lazy and they don't give a shit. And now it's bit them in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's bit them in the ass. And now they're the first ones complaining that their rights are being violated. Well, you know what? You either voted for these idiots to do this or you sat on your fat, lazy ass and you didn't do anything about it to preclude it. So you know what? Be careful what you wish for or you don't object to. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and one other thing I want to touch on sports. I, I You probably didn't see it this weekend, but – there was a UFC event for the first time in uh, well, for, for the first sporting event in a long time. And it was in Jacksonville. They're doing another one this Wednesday and then another one this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it was without fans They had, most of the people were, it was funny to see like some of the people outside the octagon were masked up and other people weren't the fighters, the referees were not, but like some of the, 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 the people who put Vaseline on the fighters, they were, they had masks on the reporters and it was really weird to see this big event without fans in it. It was like you said, it was, it was really odd. Uh, but, but for people who are at home, it was nice to see. And I don't know if you had heard this, but there was 24 fighters scheduled for that event. 
one of them tested positive for COVID and his fight was canceled. So one out of 23 guys uh, and ladies were, were, uh, were, came down with COVID and they did countless tests. Dana White said they did thousands of tests for everyone who's going to be there. Uh, and just one case came up. So to me, that was a positive thing. Uh, I don't know if that's what other sports can do going forward or not. I hope boxing follows. I hope the other sports follow. And, and to echo your point, we, we all want sports, but, but you're right in the sense that uh, do we really want to see an 82 game schedule or do we, you know, do we want to see this JV form of what we're used to? And, and, you know, after thinking about it, yeah, I I probably agree with you. It's it would be watered down for sure, but you know, a great deal of it. They want to, they want to, you know, get things back. They want to pay people. They want to pay. I mean, like guys probably, you know, the people that don't make a lot of money, you know, the, the, the team at the team attendance, the trainers, the people that aren't in the limelight, you know, they're not getting paid right now, or if they are, if they're getting prorated, they want to get paid. So they want to get back to some form, even if it's, you know, even if it's, uh, um, you know, board game baseball, they don't care what it is. They want to get paid, you know, and, yeah. you know, the, the, the officials, the, 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 the public address announcers, I mean, people that are in the game that aren't the millionaires, they want to get paid. Now, if there's a way where we can just pay everybody, Let's just, let's just scrap it, man. Let's do it right. Let's do it right. Yeah. You know, John Q citizen who's lost his business, who has lost his job, they're suffering. Why should we make all these, 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 um, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? All of these uh, easy ways for, these players and whatnot to get tested all the time. We don't have enough tests to go around anyway, you know? Yeah. Especially when they're not, it's not for the fans this year. It's for the, it's for people Mm -hmm. sitting at home watching TV. And I'll tell you what, right now it would be, it's going to be really hard for me to watch a baseball game uh, under these type of, I'll watch it just for my curiosity, just to see if these guys are actually playing full speed and going, going hard. I, I, Mm-hmm. I can't, I mean, human nature is going to tell you that you're not going to go and get, you're not going to be a hundred percent out there. Yeah. All right. it's, 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 if, if my gut tells me anything, I think the season will, will, will not happen. Uh, my, my second thing I think will happen was they'll come back and play for about a week or two and say, uh, a no, they'll come back and then they'll, they'll be, let's God forbid there'll be an eight, 10 player outbreak on a team. And then they've traveled, they've just got back from another place and then they got to go test them. And it's another domino. It's another Adam Silver, you know, reaction to one guy testing positive, And then they just, you know, let the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I saw last week, Bill, that, uh, well, California is about as screwed up as, as can and be. But yeah, it, absolutely, they... that's an understatement. Go ahead. <laughs> but the you know they're starting to put homeless in hotels and some of these hotels what was it the ritz carlton downtown or the, the jw marriott i saw that it last was, night and i almost threw a bottle through my tv okay all right <laughs> we've got these homeless indigent people that are there for a reason okay they're not there they're there because they want to be there that's their that's their way of living and now you're putting them in a hotel that usually goes for about $250 a night. 
that I can't even fucking mm-hmm. afford to stay in on a good day. And these people are being housed in a hotel like that by the, by the federal government and by the state. You got to be shitting me. Put them, go, you know, go put them in that, in that abandoned Sears store that they just, that they just tore down because they didn't have one COVID patient. Go put them in there, put them on cots somewhere. They don't need to be in a five-star hotel. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I know, I know there's going to be hate mail. People are going to think that I'm, that I'm, that I'm not. Bill, you're very, Bill, that's very, very They're going to think I'm insensitive, that I don't care about my, 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 my fellow human being. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I really don't. Okay. I said it. Well, I, you know what? There's a huge homeless issue in, in Los Angeles. And for all of the sudden people to start caring about it, it is, is a joke. Everyone drives by the encampments every day. They do nothing about it. No, no, uh, you know, the, the politicians that there's, it's right out in front of city hall and people don't care about it or do anything. Now you want to put people in five-star hotels. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. I mean, I, yeah, it, it's, I mean, there's gotta be some, some HUD land somewhere, some, some place where you can pitch a fucking tent and put these folks in. They don't need to be in a five-star hotel. <laughs> You think for one second, if I find out that I, 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 I think it was one of like, it was like a, a, I don't know, when I identify what these hotels are, if I ever go and stay in LA again, there's, I don't care, give a shit if they're giving the room away. I will not stay there. I will not stay mm-hmm. there because of the, what it's been, you know, exposed to. I will not. I will not. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that. And you know what, what's, what's interesting, Bill, is, is it seems like, the country right now is being divided into two very specific um, opinions. One is one group is let's open up right now. Enough is enough. I got to get back to work. We need to, uh, we'll fight this thing off, you know, one person at a time, one gathering at a time, however it comes up. Uh, it, 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 the spread will, will slow down. And the other half of the country or group of the country, whatever is saying, no, no, we can't. This isn't time. We need to, you know, it's, we are in a very difficult situation and, and things are getting worse and this doomsday scenario. And, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> I don't know what the, what's going to come of all this because of now this like uh, two separate paths people are going, but, but it seems like it, it could come down to a, a tough situation with, with two well, groups yeah, of people. It will. And here's the thing. You know, I haven't been to the doctor in a long time. I mean, when I have, it's been for routine stuff. I haven't gone in for any type of problem. But I remember, you know, when I was younger and I did, you know, they said, okay, well, we, you need to take, you know, you've got this hangnail and it might get infected. I'm going to write you off work. I'm going to write you an off work notice for a week. Well, come on. It's that's overdoing it. Okay. Medical people, they overdo it. They over um emphasize they overdo it on on things and this is exactly what they're doing there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of death involved in this alleged you know uh sick this uh, flu okay there's a lot of death involved and i've yet i've yet to get a breakdown on what the breakdown is as far as regular flu covid pneumonia uh this that the other they're saying that people that have been, you know, died of a gunshot wound, they're being tested at the morgue. Yeah. And if they've got, if they're, if they're, if they're po- positive for COVID, then it's listed as a COVID death. 
Okay, so that goes yeah, right into my ridiculous. conspiracy theory that every son of a bitch that's dying in this country is died of COVID. Yeah, well, well, I want to see, like you said, uh, if it is so much, if it's so much more deadly than this common flu, how come those stats are not plastered all over our TV screens? on the news every night how come there's no comparison to all i see is how much it's spreading and how many deaths there are i don't see the comparison to the other uh illnesses and viruses that have gone around before there's no comparison and and that's got to be for a reason and it's it's ridiculous to me that that uh, it's being the narrative is being driven unfortunately in the wrong direction if you listen to dr ferrer the skeleton lady that comes on in for la county you know, with the curly blonde hair, who's about 40 pounds dripping wet, who, if I think got it, would die instantly, probably. But anyway, if you listen to her, she says that they do a breakdown of all the people, they, they'll list 58 people died yesterday. Of those, 51 were over the age of 65. And of those 51, 48 of them had underlying health conditions. Okay. Okay. The numbers tell you that we can open more up as long as you don't go near old people. You don't go to prisons. You don't go to rest homes, stay the hell away from them. Even if you're, even if like, if, if let's just say I, I tested positive. Okay. If, if I did, okay. I'm smart enough not to go near someone who is uh, compromised. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very simple. You got the flu. Don't go around people. Stay the fuck home. I get it, but not everybody. <laughs> we shouldn't throw a blanket on everybody. No, no, the entire, I mean, the entire we're, country, every we're, single- we're, we're, we're putting ourselves into the greatest depression since the depression. And for the sake of, for the sake of not getting folks who have, who are elderly and who have underlying health conditions, a quicker death. Bottom line, simple, simply put, I know it sounds crass. I know it sounds horrible. I know it sounds mean, but it, it, it is, that's just it. I saw um, on the news recently that the, the Wood, Woodstock, yes. the, yes. in that, was it 1969? What, yes. uh, you know, there was a, the Spanish yes. flu, was it, was going Two around people. And, yeah. And, and what happened? Everyone said, oh, let's go gather at this farm and, and party and rock out. It's like, it's well, unbelievable. They, they the, the, so much marijuana and drink so much booze. Yeah. That any, there was no, no, no influenza in the world that would penetrate all that, all the drugs they were taking. <laughs> so th- that was, their, that was uh, you know, their first, um, uh, you know, uh, attack on not letting it hit them is because they were drugged up to begin with and probably wouldn't, like I say, uh, have any effect on it but you're right you're right it was uh, 1968 to 69 was the spanish flu influenza and you know what they dealt with it you know they if you got sick you got you took medication just like you do now they found this drug yeah. you know it helps you but if you're too, do you if you're too far gone if you're too far compromised it's not going to help you you know and, I, yeah. and i'm sorry you know I, I i i i don't wish death upon anybody but guess what you, me, everybody, at some point in time, we are going to die. No one gets out alive, mm-hmm. okay? It's going to happen. Accept it and just live with it while you can. Live a good life because, you know, if I walk outside of my house today, 
and some plane that's 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 coming in Ontario Airport gets off course and loses a wing and it slices through me. Hey, tough shit. It was my time. I know yeah. I'm, being, I'm sounding crazy, but I'm just trying to show, I'm trying to illustrate to everybody listening that no matter how tr- how much you try to beat death, you're not going to beat it. It will get you. It may not be today. It may yeah. not be tomorrow. It may be 30 years from now, 30 minutes from now. You don't fucking know, but it's going to happen. Uh-huh. So you know what? So let's, let's by all means, let's take the, 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 um, let's take the opinion that let's just make ourselves miserable by not having any money, by living off the federal government for the next two or three years, and let's live that way. I choose not to. I choose no. not to. Okay? Because I know <laughs> that if I get this COVID-19 thing, I'm going to survive it. I'm gonna be, I may be miserable. I might be hacking up phlegm for three days and have a headache and a sore back and all that shit. But you know what? I'm going to live. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just anytime you talk to someone about it uh, or, or see anyone talking about it, whatever, uh, it, it's always this uh, doomsday feel, this, this, um, hysteria. It's a, Oh, well, you don't understand. You're not a doctor. You're insensitive. Uh, you know what? All those fancy words, uh, magical comfort food for, for people who, who want to feel this way. Okay. Yes, there is. This isn't this fake thing out there. There is something, but it's like, to me, it's just been total overkill and, uh, People want to get back to work. What a concept. They want to get back to work. They want to be productive. They want to get back to uh, the way things were. And even with sicknesses going, there's, sick, there's never there's never not been sickness. There just there hasn't been. That's just not there's how the world not, works. There's never not been drunk drivers out killing people. There's never not been, been mass yeah, shooters yeah, out there killing yeah. people. There's never not been plane crashes yeah. killing people. There's never not been, um, you know, any other type of crazy death, you know, um, parachute accidents, you know, I mean, I mean, what are the odds? I mean, you have pretty good odds that you're going to, if you jump out of an airplane with a parachute, you're probably going to, you're probably going to be okay. But there's that chance, there's that one in 10 chance that you might bounce, but you still try, you still do it. (laughs) You still do it. Don't you? Because that's what you want to do. That's what, that's why this country was built on the freedom to do things. Okay. And yeah. that is being curtailed dramatically right now. And yeah, look, I got caught up just like probably 95% of the people did with the hysteria when this first thing happened that, oh, we've all better shelter in place and let this thing pass through. Well, we did. And now it's time that uh, it's obvious this thing ain't going away. All right. It's still out there. It's going to resurface. Um, if you listen to, you know, all these doomsday medical people that it's going to resurface even worse. Okay. Well, we mm-hmm. let's, let's, you know, I mean, a, me, a, a, a meteor could smack into the earth tomorrow too. Let's get out there and let's start living. <laughs> let's bob and, you know, bob that, and weave our way through this thing. If you, and, if, and here's the thing, that is and one. I'm not saying everybody, if you don't feel comfortable leaving your house, by all means, for God's sakes, don't leave your house. Do not. Do not yeah. leave your house. Mm-hmm. I choose to leave my house. I'll take my chances. I'll sign the I'll sign the, the the consent form. Send me a consent form to leave my house. I'll sign it right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why not? 
Why not? Yeah, you know that that's that's classic, uh, you know, over governmenting that, uh, you know, what we don't want to do something, so we're going to restrict you from doing it. And it's like, uh, wait, excuse let me, me, if you let don't want to do you, it, let stuff. me give you a really good illustration of how 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 completely asinine this is. The other day, <laughs> I went to Glend- Glendora Toyota, great place. I'll always, I'll go back there. I used to go to Claremont Toyota to get my car service. I'm going to Glendora Toyota from now on. They were quick, efficient, very nice. I sat in a waiting room with five other people. Okay. We all had masks on. We're all spaced. We're doing the six foot, you know, social distancing thing. And, you know, we're in a room. The air is stagnant. Uh, There's no breeze. There's no sunlight. Okay. That's okay. Perfectly fine. Absolutely. Come on in. Sit down. Let's do this. You're perfectly uh, uh, legal to do this. Now, if I got in my car when it was done, and I drive to the beach, and I take a chair, and I put it in the sand, and I sit there. I sit there in a nice direct sunlight with a nice breeze off the ocean, and it's warm. That, they're telling me that I can't, and believe me, I don't like people to begin with, okay? I don't like people, so I'm not going to let them sit less than six feet from me. I'm going to tell them to, you know, get the hell away from me. All right, I will, okay? So, therefore, I can be socially distanced in a in a in a waiting room at a car lot with all the filth and shit inside those places that have been touched. But I can't go to the beach and sit in a chair with the breeze and the sunlight and be six feet apart from people. That makes no sense. I want to know what ignoramus Jack off made that decision. That is just, that's pure (laughs) evil. That is pure unadulterated nonsense. Well, well, I've come to find that if, if ever you want a, things to be believed or a cause to be moved forward. All you got to use is fancy words. And a big one is public safety, public safety. We, we joke about that in officiating like uh, football, maybe like, Hey, Hey coach, this is uh, you know, player safety. Uh, you know, it's not a joke, but it's just, it's a, it's a phrase that is often used because everyone can get behind safety. Right. I mean, who, who can't. So probably see her that all the time. This is well, for public safety, remember, public man, safety. I worked, like, I worked okay. in the public safety business. For 27 yeah. <laughs> years of my glorious life, okay, I saw it <laughs> used correctly, and I saw it used as a complete band-aid to things, just to shut things down, just to keep people back, just to, you know, it, you're right, it was a, you know, to keep the press out mainly. Public safety, it's a crime scene, you gotta, you know, get six blocks away. <laughs> I, I, I've been down that road. I know it can be used correctly, and it could also be used incorrectly so uh, trust me i know that <laughs> for sure uh you know I, I i do think we will there will be a what do you call it a relapse or re uh maybe some some more cases when it does open up because we've all been indoors not around other people so i think there'll be a stronger um it's a stronger uh chance of getting things any diseases because we've all been sitting around uh around the same four people at home or, or whatever the case may be so when we do open up yeah there is going to be some issues uh, but like you said it's either fight through them or reshut down again and start this whole process over again which i don't want to do there's no way president trump is going to shut down this nation again no way he is not going to do it he is not going to do it he i think he learned that it's catastrophic not only for the country, but for, you know, I mean, even though he's a, he's a shrewd businessman, he's a politician. 
And I don't think under any set of circumstances, he's going to allow this, this economy to sink any worse than it is. And um, it's not going to happen. And, and the other thing is the Democrats love this shit. They love it because here's the deal. These Democrats, like the Newsoms, the Garcettis, that ignorant, dumb shit, Tom Steyer, all these people, they are absolute. They're, they're, they got more money and they know what to do with. They're fine. Trust me. They're not going without a haircut. They're not going without a massage. They're not going out. They're not going without anything. All right. They're living just like they did. All right. It's either Democrats like him and Bill Gates and all these people. They don't care. They're still living the same way. Okay. So they don't care if the, if the economy shuts down because they have theirs Mm -hmm. or, or the other side of the democratic uh, uh, line are these folks that are getting housed in the uh, Waldorf Astoria all these homeless folks and they're living the life they're living like you know like uh, you know it's it's New Year's Eve every night so it's win-win for these people it's win-win for the Democrats the working man the working man whether it be some Democrats I'm not saying all Democrats are bad but I'd say 99.9% of them are the, the Republicans who or the independents who have to work for a living, they're pissed because either they're losing their ass, their brother or sister are losing their ass, their friends. They're the ones that are getting screwed. So the Democrats are perpetuating this thing because, A, they don't care. They have theirs. Or, B, they want to keep their presidential idiotic uh, nominee under wraps. And that would be Joe Biden, who has a who has to change his drool cup about twice a twice an hour, who doesn't have the, the the mental capacity to do anything anymore other than grope women and and slur his speech and 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 say a bunch of nonsense. Okay, that's the best they could come up with. Okay, they want to hide him. They don't want to see a debate with him and President Trump because it will only get worse. Their only chance, their only chance in the world is to destroy the economy, destroy the economy, and throw it in Trump's face. And hoping that even Bozo the Clown could get elected president, which would be the equivalent of what Biden would be. So (laughs) there you go. Well, Bill, did you get a chance to watch any more of the last dance from the previous weekend? Of course. What were your thoughts on episodes seven and eight? I thought... It was really good. I like how, you know, obviously the real Michael Jordan has been exposed here. The real Michael Jordan um, was, was just a taskmaster. He was hard on his teammates. He was hard on himself. He wanted to win so bad that uh, he would just blast his teammates and, and, and try to, you know, get him to rise up and he did it in a way that it, it pissed a lot of people off. And, you know, some people probably thought he was a bad teammate. Well, uh, you win that many titles. You're, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't think you're a bad teammate. I just think you're, you're, you're very demanding. And it was so, you know, to the point where, you know, Phil had to back him off a couple times. And, but then now, you know, 20 some years later, these guys that, that, that were at the, at the brunt of his uh, anger, say it, it made him a better player so you know you tell me you tell me yeah you know 
I don't want the nicest firefighter pulling me out of, of a burning no. building. I don't need it to be the nicest no. police officer to save me from somewhere or the nicest uh, surgeon. I want right. the best. You know what? And sometimes that doesn't mean that it's a choir boy situation. No, no when I was working back when I was working during, the, you know, back in the day, you know, I had some pretty tough training officers and they, I thought they were complete assholes at the time, you know, and, 30, 30 some years later. Now I look back and I go, you know what? And some of them are very good friends of mine. And I, I saw the method to the madness and, you know, and, and I appreciate it and I respect them. And at the time I thought, God damn, you know, this is a little over overkill, but it was for a reason because, you know, we're not playing yeah. games out here. This is the, this is the streets. There's a thin blue line between us and them. Good guys, bad guys. We're that, we're that blue line that keeps things from being, you know, dis, you know, civil unrest, uh, anarchy and all that other crap. We're the ones that, that keep that. And you got to be, you know, you got to, you know, know your shit a little bit to do that. And I always said when I, in my later years, I said, I'm going to have a partner. I want somebody who stinks. Give me, give me the smelliest guy with me. Cause that's the guy. I trust. <laughs> and you know, that's kind of the, the Michael Jordan take on what he did. And I, I really liked how they went into how he, you know, couldn't hit the curveball. And then he went out. He just every day went to the batting when he was playing baseball. The one year he, he took off, and you know, if if he was in fact a, a secret suspension, boy, they kept that really really secretive. There's not you would you would have thought yeah. that there would have been somebody, somebody mm-hmm. that knew exactly uh, that it was and would have disclosed it. But it's all been theory. And, and speculation to this point. And I really don't, maybe I'm, maybe I'm foolish. I don't know. I don't think it was. And I think he would have stayed in baseball. I really do. I, I thought he, I think he would have given it another year if they didn't have the player strike and he would have been, you know, labeled a scab if he would have played. I, I do believe he would have stuck with it another year, but he, he had to, he, he didn't want to do that. He quit. He was bored the the bulls needed him so he came back yeah i i think uh <laughs> the mlb player strike you know it's it, that goes on almost forgotten the fact that he came back but had that not happened i agree i think he would have played another year he played in the fall league and he had done pretty well for himself and he was determined much like uh you know his basketball career he was just right. driven different than everybody else I want to ask you real quick, Bill, if you had any insight on his father's murder, definitely a tragedy, but did you have any thoughts into what happened? If kind of the, I mean, you don't have any evidence in front of you or anything, but just kind of a sad situation, right? Man pulled over and was, uh, was robbed and killed. Profile vehicle. He had a nice red Lexus, you know, with some personalized Mm -hmm. plates and, and he was probably sleeping. He said he pulled over to get some sleep. And, you know, I think it sounded like, you know, Mr. Jordan was, was kind of his own man. He got to, did what he wanted and, you know, go see friends, do this, do that. And who knows what he was doing. And, but again, it could have been an action. It could have been an absolute random case of, of robbery and murder. Uh, there's no evidence to, to, to link it. Otherwise there's plenty of theory, plenty of speculation that he was, you know, who knows what he was doing. You know, I don't, again, I, you, you don't know, you don't know. And, no. you know, so my personal feeling is wrong place at the wrong time. And, you know, he was, if that was a professional type hit killing type thing, they wouldn't have dumped him in the water. 
They'd have taken them somewhere. No, they didn't. Have, yeah. I mean, there's ways of, of, of disposing bodies, and you're never going to see them again. So these guys were sloppy. They were just a couple of street thugs, and it was a very sloppy kill. If it was, in fact, some type of, of uh, payback for a gambling debt or whatever their theories were, uh, he pissed the wrong, he, you know, pissed off the wrong people. These, this was a sloppy deal, if that's what it was. Yeah. I think, based on what the evidence and the circumstances were, that it was just a st- street robbery gone bad to steal his car, blah blah blah, and they dumped him in the yeah. car. And I don't think I don't think I, I was... idiots actually knew who he was. They probably thought he was just some rich black guy with a nice car. They didn't. They probably didn't know who he was until the whole thing, you know, surfaced. So. Mm-hmm. I found myself pretty angry at the whole uh, media blowing it up as a as this as a hint yeah. or something for well, for Michael Jordan's well, gambling yeah, addiction. Think, yeah. That there's not a shred of evidence was of that. that. Michael Jordan was good to the media. He was he wasn't a Donald mm-hmm. Trump to these people. He was good to them. He cooperated. He 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 granted every interview that they wanted. He was a he was mm-hmm. good. And for them to you know shoot him in the back like that. But that's the media. Look what they're doing with this coronavirus. Same thing. Yeah. They're there to sell newspapers. Never changes. They're there for viewers. They're there to get people riled up and watch their shows. Period. It's an inter- it's in- it's entertainment <laughs> news. It's not real news. It's fake news entertainment. and entertainment news. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, did you get a chance? I mean, you've been indoors watching TV. I'm sure you've gotten a chance to maybe see a couple shows or a movie. You texted me about that movie, Den of Thieves. You really Den liked of Thieves was good. A little far fetched. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of, <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff that, that, you know, that you don't see and would not happen, but it was good. It was, it was, yeah. it showed kind of the, the other side to um, cops who are, you know, you know, a little bit uh, weathered in their career and do, do crazy things. Yeah. It was good. And, um, <laughs> Uh, a lot of procedural things that were in that that were just did that just it's not believable but it was an entertaining show sure and and i've watched a few shows recently and i I have a long list of of things i want to get to and what do you have any suggestions on a few like cop shows we obviously know about bosch but like uh i was thinking of going back in time a little bit maybe turning on i've never seen nypd blue i don't know how good that is well it's okay um, the whole it's you know it's based on it's based it? on new york cops and they have a whole different way of doing things back there um and i'm not saying it's wrong <laughs> or right it's just different um one of the yeah. best and i don't know why it went off the air and i was pissed off when it did one of the best series it started on nbc back in I want to say 2008, nine was Southland. And then I think TNT or, or one of those networks picked it up. And as far as real realistic type cop stuff and how they rode in a car and how they handled calls and, you know, all that. And it, it got your blood pressure boiling was that show. You know, <laughs> I hadn't been retired very long. And I watched a couple of those episodes and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, man, where's my uniform? I want to get back out there. You know? <laughs> and you saw how, you know, and, and whoever the, the actors were that played the uh, criminals did a great job. They might've been criminals themselves, who knows, but they did a great job. And I know that they used a lot of extra real cops as extras 
and whoever the technical it's all about the technical advisor in these shows. You don't want to you don't want to yeah. give up too much, but you want to make it to where people think, wow, that's really the way it happens. And other than Bosch, that show was really really good. And I, I was really upset to see that it that it went off the air, and I thought it had a lot of life left in it, but evidently not. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Another show someone recommended to me was Blue Bloods. I guess with Tom, it's a cop family situation with like Donnie Wahlberg and Tom Selleck. So uh, I have to check that out. I'm not so sure uh, uh, what it's oh, about, but yeah, I'm always up for a good. Morrison. You know, ever since yeah, Does he? You, know, he, you know, he was you know. Um, you know, Magnum PI back in the day. I liked, I liked that show, but ever since he's just kind of a, you know, he's just a big pretty boy that walks around and, 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 you know, I, I'm not real impressed with him. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, well, uh, Bill, it's, it's a Wednesday here. What, what's, uh, what are your big plans for the week or the weekend? I know it sounds weird <laughs> asking you that, but thought I'd throw it out there just to see. <clears throat> well, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with a um, lovely little lady friend of mine and we're going to go picnic in the park next to where I live under a shade tree and we're going to have our masks on and take our masks off to eat and if the park rangers come over and, and yell and scream at me I'm going to yell and scream at them back and tell them to mind their own fucking business and um, <laughs> that I'm not hurting anybody <laughs> and then and then I think tomorrow um, I'm going to go see my granddaughter. I've got to go babysit her. And um, 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 after that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping, Sit I'm hoping that, that, you know, some things are going to start opening, you know. And here, here, here's another thing. You open flower shops. You open toy stores. You open, you open um, clothing stores, but you have, to do, um, you have to do curbside pickup. How am I supposed to try on something? What is the logic with this? <laughs> good point. The lo- logic, Bill. Come on, we've been over this. Common sense and logic. It, th- those words will be eliminated from the dictionary here soon. That that, that is all and, and, gone. And you know, Wednesday morning I was watching the news, and they showed all these people at the flower mart in downtown LA, no social distancing. They're 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 a bunch of like a bunch of pack rats down there, picking for flowers, but nobody said anything. Perfectly fine. But but a couple mm-hmm. of people want to go to the beach and sit in a chair, and it's a and it's a California felony. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I do not get it. And if I was a cop no. right now, if I was still working, if I was still working, I would feel like the most chicken shit person on the face of the earth for harassing somebody on the beach. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's completely mind numbing. You know, and and hats off to. Sheriff Bianco in Riverside County, who told the Board of Supervisors the other day, he is not enforcing the stay-at-home rule. He's not turning uh, single moms into criminals for, out, for walking their kids outdoors. He's just not doing it. And he laid out a whole big statistical guideline of how this virus has been completely blown out of proportion. This coming from a, a sheriff who lost two of his deputies to this disease. So he, he's, he, he's not going to be, you know, he's an elected official and he's truly representing his people, I think, and truly representing the county's best interest. Now, 
they have a uh, mask optional rule now over there in Riverside County, as they do here in San Bernardino County. I still, just for the comfort of people around me, because everybody's doing it. I went to the store yesterday. I wore the mask. It's not hurting anything. You know, it's not hurting anything. I mean, it covers up my face, which to a lot of people is probably a good thing. So, you know, it's win-win. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Will I be glad when it's complete, when this shit's completely done and I can be a free man again and walk around without a mask? Absolutely. But until then, I'll play the game. Yeah. Well, and so many people are saying it's not a big deal. Just wear the mask. Like, it's like, uh, okay, yeah, let's let's all just go to lamb, lambs to slaughter too. Where's it end? That's my point. I wear a mask. I go to what I do. I do what I'm supposed to. But, and yeah, you don't get participation medals for, for, for these things. But, uh, you know, okay, where's it end? And everyone just wants to go oh, do what you're told, do what you're told. It's like, I usually am in favor, especially listening to like the police or whatever, like, yeah, okay. Uh, if you if you do do what you're told, you're you're probably going to be okay, but only to a certain extent. Like you, we we cannot continue this. All right, just get in line and shut up mentality. No, we're not we're not uh, we're not a herd of cattle. You know, we're yeah. human beings. Yeah, we have exactly. minds of our own, and it's time we you know be able to exercise that. And like I say. If you don't want to leave your house, don't leave your house. Don't. Stay home. Yeah. Stay home. Climb under your bed. Suck your thumb in the fetal position. I could give two shits. Do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But those of us that want to get outside, I'll take my chances. Okay? And if I catch the disease, I'll deal with it. I'll tell you what, if you do, that'd be an interesting podcast. That'd be an interesting Wednesday weigh-in with you uh, chatting about it. And then uh, maybe we'd have different perspective. Well, I but, because, uh, um, you know, yeah, I'll be sick. I've been sick before. You know, mm-hmm. you deal with it, man. You take, you do what you got to do to get better. You know? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Now, I'm probably, you know, as logic or karma would have it, I'll probably get it. And I'll be on a ventilator in three days. But, you know, so, so be it. That's my choice. I put myself in that position. I got nobody to blame yeah. myself. I'm not going to blame anybody else. <laughs> Just like at three o'clock in the morning, well, if I'm driving on the 210 freeway and some drunk hits me, I'm not. I, yeah, I'll blame him because he's an idiot. But I put myself in that position. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. Probably not the best no. time. Uh, <laughs> well, Bill, we've uh, we've touched on a lot as always on on the Wednesday. You got anything else for me? You want to get off your chest? Um, I, I can't think of anything else. Uh, okay, know. that's about. Oh, I know you got a picnic to get to. I don't want to take too much more of your time. Get out to the sunshine. Enjoy your uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich or whatever you're having. Uh, yeah, oh, I, what, I wish. What are we having? Um, ham and cheese salad. Ham and cheese salad, which I'm a big fan of. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Way to go, Bill. Well, hello, hello to your to your Debbie, guests. Debbie Thank you, Debbie. Thanks for being on the program. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's under the she's under the bed, um, sucking her thumb in the fetal position. She's one of those. Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh man. I'll, well, I'll Bill, Debbie. No ham uh, egg salad sandwich for you. Uh, well, well, Bill and Debbie, thank you for being here. Uh, the program, once again, Bill, enjoy your picnic. Uh, I will. I will. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's, we're going to have some wine. We're going to have some candles. We're going to have flowers. 
You know, it's going to be just a regular Tuesday event, you know, Wednesday event here. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I can only picture it, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll turn the news on to see uh, just in case you get arrested. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Okay, take two, take two, and hit the right, huh? <laughs> see ya. Got All it. right. Another thank you to Bill Barnes. Thank you for being here, and thank you for being here every single week. Love him or hate him, he is here with us to offer strong thought, random opinions, his uh, controversial ideas at times, and some colorful language, of course. But we love him. He's here every week. If you don't like listening to him, well, then there's plenty of other guests throughout the week. But Bill Barnes is here every week with the Weekly Wednesday Away. And thanks again, Bill. That'll wrap up another episode of Get Home Safe. We are looking to maybe start a remote show next week at some point. We're working out the details. Again, with these stay-at-home orders, it's not always ideal and easy to do. But we're going to see what we can do. If, if there's maybe a way around some things, and we want to stay safe, of course, get home, get home safe as always. But uh, we're going to try to sort some things out and see what we can do. So we're just sorting through some options to see if maybe we can uh, we can do a podcast from a remote location instead of here in this uh lovely uh, podcast room we have set up here at our house, the cave, if you will. Uh, Please join us tomorrow for Luther Wilson on the program. Again, I mentioned a college uh, or a high school football and baseball official and uh, works with Mia Fox on Sundays in the fall and also works on the sidelines in USC football. Can't wait to talk to him. It's going to be a fun conversation. We are three days through this week. We got two left, guys. We are pushing right along and you know what? Uh, after this week, it'll be we'll be halfway through May. Can you believe that? Halfway through another month and on to the next. June is almost here and it'll almost be time for summer. I know there won't be a lot of changes with this extended quarantine here in Southern California, unfortunately. But you know what? If we stay positive, I hope that uh, things can get better. And guys, whatever you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. <laughs>